Hello and welcome back to the Goat Cave Podcast. Today I have uh, one of my good friends, Louis Pike, here today. And we're going to talk a little bit about drug addiction and how he got clean. But first, we're just going to go over a couple BMX updates. Louis, feel free to uh, jump in here if you like. So uh, El Toro, the stairs are being ripped out. I don't know if anybody saw that, but that's pretty sad, man. Those stairs have had actually kind of a legendary feel to them, right? Like a lot of fucking crazy tricks have went down there. And the most recent was the scooter backflip, which was... Isn't that a front flip? It, I think it was a backflip, right? I'm pretty sure. By, uh, what's his face, Ryan? No. Ryan, uh... I think it was somebody else, but it was absolutely fucked man like i seriously cannot believe that a scooter kid backflipped down it that just doesn't make any sense to me um but yeah like i really hope that they don't rip the stairs out i do like the clips that i do see from there it is insane to see the stuff that goes down i don't think it should be the spot that like a lot of bmxers try and go to to try and get something like maybe try and find a different spot there is a lot better stair sets out there um but i guess we'll have to see what happens the Waffle DIY Jam was amazing. Um, it's basically like just a jam that takes place in an old pool, and it has a ton of like DIY work done to it. There's like a crazy concrete hip they added in. The deep section is like 13 feet deep with vert. Uh, some crazy tricks, like some. Uh, I think somebody like did a three whip over a DIY box jump. Some like huge 540 transfers. You can check out the video on ourbmx.com. Devin Smiley just released a new 2019 video for a clat, and that is on Dig BMX. Go check that out. The Vans Pro Cup was absolutely amazing. Always, right? But uh, I think it was Kevin Peraza did a flare over a spine to fakie. And that just doesn't make any sense to me. It's like a seven-foot spine. Like, that is just fucked, man. I don't know why you would try that. But uh, Jason Watts took the win with Sergio Leas taking second and Larry Edgar in third. So for music updates, we have Battle for the Bill, uh, July 12th at Harmony Lunch. Illicit will be playing there, so go support them. They were on the podcast last week. Shout out to you guys. One of my favorite bands, Copper Crown. They'll be disbanding, but they're going to be playing one last show, so I'm going to try and keep everybody in the loop for that. They're an amazing band. I'm really sad that they're actually going to be gone. Um, so yeah, definitely check them out when you can. And vinyl of the week is going to be fluent and stroll by big D and the kids table. I just picked up that album. It's a 10 year anniversary. Super, super cool. Uh, I think it might be on sale right now too. So go check that out. But, uh, we're going to play song number three, which is I feel light by copper crown. And we'll be back with the Louis Pike interview. Alrighty. And we're back. Louis, man, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Pretty tired from work. That's fair. Working those fucking 12 hour days and yeah, shit. Building pools. Oh yeah. That's a cool job actually, yeah, man. Yeah, the, the one fucking pool had a beer, custom beer pong table in it made out of concrete. It's like a $7,000 table. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, People who own it, we didn't build, they, they, they fucked off or like we fucked off for a year and didn't build it for that long and then they're kind of mad at us every time we go there, but it's like whatever. We still build it, bro. Yeah, that's fair. As long as it gets done, right? Yeah. 
Um, so, Louie, we're here today because we're going to talk about uh, your addiction with cocaine. Yeah. And just other stuff, too. Like, I'm not really too familiar with everything that you've done. I know that we did talk a little bit about um, your use of cocaine and stuff like that the last time I saw you. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, I really want to thank you just for coming out and actually yeah, sitting no here problem. and talking, right? Like, it's uh, it's really nice to kind of get everything out on the table and really work with this, right? So Yeah. Alrighty, man. So uh, let's kind of like, I like to start off at the beginning. So what was your childhood like? Did you have kind of like a rough childhood? Oh, yeah. Up, fucking, it was like fucking, it was like fucking abuse. I got fucking locked in my room. Fucking, it's just fucking a whole shit ton of fucking bullshit. And got a, like a bunch of like crap. And I'm fucking 12 years old, had I put up put in this place called Safe Haven. It's like some fucking place downtown Kitchener, which is like fucking, you get put as like a kid if you get, don't live at home or something. Then, like, 14, I was in and out there since, like, 12. And then 14 hit, I got put in a fucking foster home. And I've been in the uh, foster homes ever since. And, like, all the foster homes, it was, like, fucking, I got bullied. I was everything else. Some kid tried fucking suffocating a pillow and then fucking... There's a lot of bullshit with that. But then, fucking, that's what brought me up to who I am now, to fucking be as strong as I am, right? Yeah, exactly, man. Everybody's got a different upbringing. And it's just really, like, unfair sometimes, right? Like, life itself just yeah. doesn't... You just kind of get dealt the cards that you get dealt, and yeah. you got to deal with it, right? And I think you've done very well for the cards that you have been dealt, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned that at around 14, you were put in a foster home. At what point did you start using drugs? Start using drugs probably around fucking 17, 17 and a half. Okay. Yeah, so that's actually kind of late, man. Like, I'm actually really surprised. I would have thought that you would have been I mean, using... like, I've, I've, I've experienced with other drugs before then, like, when I was about maybe 16. That's but, fair. But I didn't really get into them then. So, like, what was the first drug that you tried then? Fucking, well, it was weed, and then I tried meth, and then fucking I just didn't do anything like that. I quit weed. I didn't even smoke weed, really. I just got into cigarettes. Didn't even drink, really, back then. I didn't think I drank back in it at all, to be honest. I was about 16, 16 and a half. Yeah, that's crazy, man. What's weird is that uh, myself, I smoked my first, like, Man, I smoked weed for the first time when I was like 14, 15, I think. But I didn't actually drink a beer, like an entire can of beer, until I was like 17, I think, which is like really weird. Most people always start out with beer, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, how long did you use for then? Like, if you started around 17 consistently using. It's probably fucking maybe two, two and a half years, maybe two, probably. What's going on for? That's a, it's a decent amount of time. It sucks that it's like two years of your life is just kind of like, not gone, but. It was just rumbled down the drain, but it's fucking only thing you can come up from, right? You look back in the past and you bring yourself up, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, Although I will admit that that is a very short amount of time. So I think that you have a very good chance of being completely sober from now on, right? I think sometimes a lot of. It it, it is hard, right? Because fucking, it's just like every time I drink. And I get, like, fucking tipsy or I get drunk. I fucking, like, it just hits me. Like, it just, that's when I used to, like, use all the time. Because I drank every day mostly. And then I'd crave, that's when I get my cravings. Like, bad fucking cravings. And it's it's real bad. Like, I shake sometimes. I fucking, you know, like, my jaw fucking go. Like, oh, I used to be when I was on it and everything else. And Yeah, it's tough, man. A lot of, uh, a lot of drugs like that, they are addictive for a reason, oh, yeah. right? And if you don't take them for a while and then, you know, you get, like, 
drunk or anything like that, if you kind of like start to fall into that pattern again, it can actually like bring you back to it, which is really unfortunate, right? Yeah, it's so. scary to look at, but yeah, you just that's fair. Hope for the best. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so you said you used consistently for about two years. What drugs were you using consistently? Cocaine. Cocaine. Yeah. That's fucking expensive, man. Oh yeah, fucking hundred dollars a gram the one night. Fuck. I don't remember what fucking night it was. It was either my birthday or it was fucking Valentine's Day. I don't remember what night it was. I spent around seven hundred fifty fucking dollars in like a fucking hour and a half span on it. So wow, it just fucking yeah. took my money, ate it away, and I'd be left with no groceries, fucking nothing, and I'd be fucking having like none. So it sucks, man. That's uh, really sad to hear, but. You know what? You're doing a lot better now, so there's that. Um, do you feel that, like, alcohol kind of makes you go to it? Because I do, like, personally myself, I look at pot, alcohol, as well as, like, even coffee as a quote-unquote drug. Because well, yeah, it changes drug, your, yeah. it changes, like, your state of mind, right? And I don't, I think that a lot of people use the term drug very, like, aggressively, aggressively yeah, right? Yeah. They don't actually look at it in, like, the term that it actually is and that to me is really just uh i don't know like i think that if you're gonna call like pharmacy drugs that actually do help people drugs yeah. then you know what there are people that can use drugs and use them consistently and be fine but yeah i think it really depends right so at the end of the day it kind of comes down to your personality right whether you have an addicted an addictive personality. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about that? Do you have an addictive personality? Well, like, my, my real dad, he was, like, fucking addicted to all that shit, so it's kind of like an outbring or an upbring from that, and that's where I get that kind of side from. Thank God, my like, I have a sister. She didn't get that side from it, right? And, like, fucking, I got that kind of side from it, so that's when I first tried it. Just fucking, that's it. Fucking came on. I feel like men do get the like bad side of that mainly because of like testosterone and then just yeah. other stuff that's going on within our bodies right we feel as if that would be something to go to now don't get me wrong there is a lot of women that are addicted to drugs obviously yeah, but yeah, no doubt. um yeah i just feel like maybe men get it a little worse sometimes um why do you think you started using drugs, if you don't mind well, me Well, you know, it's fucking, it's not really a reason, fuck, it's not, I wasn't depressed or anything, it was just, I was at my buddy's place down by fucking Fairview Park Mall, I was in his apartment, he's like, you want a line, Louie? And I'm like, fuck, I don't know, man, and I, I fucking, ever, before then, I hated the feeling, or I hated seeing people do it, it maybe like that cringe thing, where I just fucking seen someone snort something, just maybe like cringe, and then fucking, I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'll do it, so I did it. And then fucking it just, it all started probably about three weeks after or four weeks or to a month, month and a half after it's fucking there. Yeah, it's fair, man. I can, can, I can honestly see that happening. Um, have you ever tried to get sober before and just kind of went back to using or is this yeah, your first time? I've tried like fucking maybe three, four times and it just fucking always happened and happened and it just not really fucking didn't do me any good. So I just fucking went away and. That's what did me. So uh, let's actually talk about that. Where did you go? What did you do? I went to, uh, well, I was fucking on my ends where it was like fucking, it was like homeless and fucking everything else. I was addicted really bad and then fucking, it was like January, I think I left January 18th this fucking past year here and it was, was that 2019? Yeah, it's 2019, yeah. And then fucking, I left 20 hour drive, left to the backpack and fucking just fuck it all. 
Drove 20 hours down to Lescombe, Nova Scotia, and when we arrived at this fucking house, we drove this, it's probably about a fucking two-minute long drive up the driveway, and you just broken down house where my buddy was staying and it's fucking there's no power we lived without any power for fucking almost five months down there wow yeah that's so, crazy and i you know i had to go buy a chainsaw i was always up doing like physical shit and it just like helped me clean myself up right and i barely drank out there really i've had, had beers here and there it's you know it's expensive down there it's just, but i didn't really drink and it cleaned me up helped me show what life really was that's awesome, man. Um, you definitely look a lot better than like the last time I saw yeah. you, right? Like you can tell that even your like muscle mass has changed, and you're just looking like healthier, which is yeah. good. Um, something I do want to touch on is how do you feel about like alcohol and beer? Does it affect you at all about that stuff? Do you think well, that it can kind of every every time I it's not really I'll have a beer maybe like a six pack but as soon as i like start getting like feeling getting drunk it's fucking then i just it brings it back you know like fucking i'll go like i'll be browsing my phone on social media and i'll see an old picture of how i used to be and it's like it is and i just fucking cravings pop up and then fucking i just start fucking bringing back memories and everything else and it's like that that's it just gets bad from there but you just got to get through it right there's no point in stopping yourself and going back no of course man that's uh it's very true um and for most people that, like, maybe don't know this, uh, you're actually only five months sober, so I will admit that five months is absolutely fucking no time at all. No. However, I did really want to have you in here just to talk about this. And you know what? In five years from now, if you're still sober, you still haven't used, then we'll have you back on to really kind of touch on everything again, the right? So, um yeah, man. Thank you for that. But uh, what do you think your lowest point when you were using was? Probably, to be honest, uh, probably before I left for Nova Scotia, I was living out of, uh, my buddy's fucking, I got kicked out of my parents, my parents are all fucked, they've been fucked all my life, so, in a sense, I left, and then I went to my buddy's, uh, bar, he had a bar outside, and it was like, he had a, one heater, it was fucking still, you're freezing, it was like negative, the negative 20 still, and I was out there sleeping up there for about a week, and then fucking... My buddy Caleb, my best friend from grade two, had me over for the last two days of the week, and then fucking, I was just fucking, I was all fucking down, depressed, coming down off the drugs, just fucking hating my life, and then I got a mess from my buddy Pete saying, you want to come to Nova Scotia? And I said, you know what, fuck it, I'll take the opportunity, and that's what just fucking flipped everything around. That's awesome, man. Thank God for Pete, right? Like, yeah. that actually, having something like that there... Sometimes you just need a push, right? Like, yeah. had he not actually told you about that or invited you out, you might not have never went, right? No. So, um, definitely, that's awesome to yeah. find out about that. Did you ever think you'd become addicted at all? To be honest, no. I didn't. I didn't think I'd ever get get addicted. Uh, the first time I did it, I thought it'd just be a fucking one time thing, but then fucking I did it again, and then fucking went on from then, and fucked me up for a bit and fucking everything out so that's for sure so uh something else i wanted to kind of touch on is when you start using you start to kind of hang out with people that also are going to be using obviously that's yeah, how like, it goes it's right it's like a that's, chain reaction it's your yeah. interests right if you're interested in taking drugs then you're going to hang out with people that are also interested in taking drugs yeah um do you feel like that was a bad decision or have you met people that you're still friends with that you still like that still use no i i'm, I'm not really i consider him a friend 
but not really a friend because I don't really want to fucking part of them, right? Some yeah. of them, those, like, there's still one, one or two I talk to. It's mainly one, but it's like, fucking, I gotta just get him out of the picture because he's still fucking using, right? I don't want to. Have that no, one exactly. have that one night where I'm fucking hammered and he's like, "Oh, you want a fucking line?" And it's like, boom, fucking. I wake up next morning and I'm like, "Fuck it, there you go." There's fucking five months. There's a year down the fucking drain, right? Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, you got to be careful, right? So, um, when I had Stretch on a couple of years ago to talk about his drug addiction, he was talking a lot about having to actually like, you know, disconnect himself from anybody that he met using drugs and. It's kind of rough because, like, maybe you actually do really like these people, but at the end of the day, you kind of have to do what's good for you, right? Yeah. So if you feel like that's what you have to do, I feel like, you know, they should try and understand that. Maybe they won't get it at first, but, yeah. you know, in a couple of years from now, they really will. Um, and, like, I will admit, I feel like a lot of people around your age do actually, like, do, like, they do use drugs. Um, well, yeah, in this era, it's fucking. I've in noticed, this area, it's, a lot, it's, it's more really of a, bad. In this in era as well, you know, like in this fucking generation, I noticed it's a lot more fucking a popular thing now. Yeah, you know, a lot of people are using a lot of fucking drugs. Like I've seen a lot of like Canada got ranked, I think it was second or third in the world for fucking cocaine and liquor liquor use. Yeah, I can believe that. Um, now, one thing that a lot of people might not know about is uh, fentanyl and how it's been. Kind of, yeah. it's been in a lot of different uh, like strains of cocaine and just everything, right? Like, mm-hmm. it really started out a couple of years ago back in BC, but it does start to really like come across the country, and it's really fucked up, man. It can really like it can not kill even, you. Not even instantly. a sand grain. It's yeah, fucking, if you it's, put it's, in, uh, there's too weed much. now out there that's like that. I'm kind of on the fence about that. I'm like, I can believe that, but I also kind of can't. Because I'm like, it's just, I don't know. To me, I'm like, it would cost more money to put that in there than it's worth, right? Yeah. Like, unless you're actually physically just trying to kill somebody, it doesn't make sense. 10 bucks a gram for what, like $50 worth of fucking, or something yeah. like fentanyl. Like, it just doesn't, like, I don't think that that's what is going on. However, I can't be, like, blind to it, obviously, yeah. right? Like, I do have to kind of recognize that maybe it is actually happening. Um, but I was kind of, I wanted to ask you, man, like, did you ever really worry about that? And, you know, maybe just buying the wrong stuff and end up like, well, yeah, the one, the one night I came back from my fucking, I was renting a room and I came back, like I fucking got these two bumps and my, my tolerance way higher than I used to do fucking, it's like, I'm not trying to brag, but I could do like grams, probably three grams, four grams and I'd be fucking, that's about it. And I did two bumps, so this this chick gave me two bumps, for like half a line or whatever, and I get back to my, I was feeling a bit off on the bus, and nodding off, and I get back to my buddies, and I just fucking collapsed on his floor, and then he fucking woke me up and told me fucking, I just collapsed, didn't remember anything, and fucking to what he told me, so. Wow, man, that's very scary. Uh, what point did that happen, was that? That was probably fucking midway through the fucking using. Wow, yeah, that's crazy, man. That's, uh, I feel like midway was when it was actually kind of becoming a new thing. A lot of people were, um, finding out about it. I actually have a friend who, um, one of their siblings passed away because of it. And it's kind of scary, man. You really don't want that to happen, obviously. No. Um, did you ever try, like, because they do have kits out there that you can get that the will, like, yeah, yeah, 
Did you ever bother picking one of those up or not no. really? Yeah, that's fair. I can. I mean, I, could, I think it would have been smarter for myself to be doing it because the shit was really laced and put in the cocaine and that type of fucking substances. So I think I should have picked one up just to be on the safe side. But then again, fucking. I've had two buddies pass away in the past in January, then uh, February. So with them passing away, was that uh, something that kind of pushed you in this direction to get sober? Or? It helped me. It was when I was out in Nova Scotia too, as well, and it helped me get sober. Yeah, so it made me realize a bit more and come to conclusion that it's fucking. It's, it's not, not worth it, right? It's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely have to be like super careful with that stuff. Um, now, when this happened, was this like, you know, something really hard to kind of grasp onto i mean obviously what's that friend, like my buddies or? yeah with like i obviously you know, a friend passing away it was difficult. it was hard but you know it's something fucking you, you keep them in your head right you don't you can't just dwell on it right because there's, there's stupidity to do it but as well you have them in your heart to keep them you know it's fucking i was stupid to do drugs if i passed away fucking that's my stupidity right yeah even, exactly. if, even if it's you don't know it's in the thing it's still you're, you're the one that chose to go down that path it's your own responsibility yeah. And everything else. I mean, just kind of, kind of sound like an ass like that. It's my perspective. Well, I mean, though. I feel like a lot of people do need to kind of take responsibility for their actions like that, right? Yeah. It sucks, but at the end of the day, it was your choice to take drugs, and it was, like, your choice to not bother with a naloxone kit or anything like that, yeah. right? Nobody so. else can run your life. Exactly. Um, alrighty, well, we're going to play one more song. And that is Stupid Song by Teenage Bottle Rocket. And when we come back, we're actually going to talk about how Louie decided to get sober and kind of some advice he might have for somebody. Alrighty, and we're back. That was a Stupid Song by Teenage Bottle Rocket off their new album. I love those guys. Those guys are sweet. Alrighty, so uh, Louie, we talked a little bit about how you kind of started using drugs, and I kind of want to take it on more of a positive note. So let's talk a little bit about how you, you know, quit using and started to really get sober. So, um, at what point did you decide to quit using, and how did you go about that? So we talked a little bit about Nova Scotia, but. Bring us in a little bit more. Well, it was probably like the fucking first week or second week I got to Nova Scotia, and as I'm sitting there, I have a fucking withdrawals. Fuck, man, Jesus. Even though it was like fucking a short period of time of using, but still, you got them, right? It's a fucking addictive drug. Fucking, I just, just sitting there. The one time my buddy's outside, I'm just sitting there, and I'm just fucking looking at the ground. Phone's fucking dead, no fucking power. Can't even flip on a light switch, can't even play any music, right? So I'm just sitting looking at the ground, and I was like, you know what? Maybe it's time to just say, fuck it. We start, you know, fucking, you know, it's just fucking, I went all that way. And thank God for my buddy, because otherwise I probably would have been still fucking sh shitting on the fucking street going through that fucking road, right? That's, uh, yeah, thank God, man. Um, that's definitely a hard place to be in, but you know what? I feel like everybody kind of deserves at one point in their life to kind of get a redo, if that makes sense. Like, yeah to kind of restart and uh for myself years ago when i was in like public school i got bullied constantly and then i went to a boarding school in london for two years for the first two years of high school so i was away from my family my parents all the time for like two years right so yeah. 
you kind of learn to be more independent and you learn about the things that really do matter in life. Um, but then when I moved to Kitchener, I kind of had a complete redo, right? I was able to kind of start fresh and, you know, meet a lot of new people and go yeah. from there. I definitely think that it helped shape my life, obviously, like the first part of it. And I definitely wouldn't regret anything of it. Um, do you have any regrets using it all? Do you yeah. think it's kind of showed you the kind of person that you want to be or... Well, fuck, I don't know. It was just fucking... I regret it. I, do, I could say you regret it, yeah. It's kind of maybe a... I was just fucking... It fucked me up every time I used it, you know? Like fucking... Like come back to my life staying and I'd be up till fucking 9, 10 in the morning, sleep, wake 